1: nerds and nerdettes this is the podcast where everyone knows your name cheers to you cheers to you i'm josh and i'm tyler and this is 30 and nerdy and we are coming at you from the fortress of nerditude with yours truly the registered nerd practitioner the founder of nerdledge the Mac. And as always, joined by my co-host, the juicy one, the nerd-torious JLD, the PhD of Nerdology, Dr. Davis himself.
2: You're excited to be back, I think. I'm very excited I to be back. Put a little umph in that, I can I, tell.
1: I, I had to. You all didn't last week, so I had to. Oh, you mean
2: you didn't because we well, I mean, played yeah, you I mean, doing I it? I
1: set you up with me doing it, and then you're all just, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Bob Ross. It's okay, though. For those of you listening, again, thank you so much for all the likes and all the subscriptions and reviews. Each week we are getting more and more, and we are so thankful for you tuning in. And if you're listening for the first time, you can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, TuneIn, Radio Public, and, of course, our YouTube channel. Please subscribe, hit that five-star button, and leave us a review. If you have any questions or comments or even suggestions of an episode, we do have Facebook. Give us a follow. We're on Instagram and Twitter at 30 and Nerdy Pod, And of course, check us out and subscribe to our website, www.30andnerdypodcast.com. That's 30andnerdypodcast.com. Dr. Davis, it is good to see your lovely face again.
2: Oh, you too, man. We, we, we sure missed you.
1: Oh, it sounded like it.
2: We did. Yeah. We did.
1: I'm just saying, it sounded like he missed me.
2: <laughs> hey, but you know, now that you're here, I can give you your, I can give you your Keyblade back.
1: Oh, did you save any worlds with it while I was gone?
2: Uh, I saved the uh, Fanboy Expo world with nice. it. while I was there for that one day.
1: Nice. So what do you think of autograph. that? That is beautiful, man. I I think so too. That is
2: cool. Did he do the voice for you? He did not. But I kind of figured that if I had had my daughter with me, that he would have done it. Oh, and Emma would have freaked out. And Emma would have been like, <gasps> but uh, things didn't work out for everybody to go that day, so she didn't get to go. But Darn. Next time You know he's around,
1: what you should have done? What's up? Um, And I've not talked about it on this show yet, but um, you should have done his version of the dance from the uh, uh, clubhouse.
2: The hot dog dance? Yeah, the hot dog dance. Because you know every I character's know, dance. So all of the characters have their own version of the hot dog dance that they do at the end of every episode of the clubhouse and i know every single one of them
1: yeah and, and when
2: the when the music starts like da 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 da, 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 da emma goes <gasps> and she runs over to the front of the tv and we do the dance together
1: it's probably the best i've ever seen you dance
2: <laughs> that's probably true <laughs> mickey's so, a good inspiration
1: oh yeah oh yeah um so you had fanboy how was it
2: Man, I didn't get to see the whole thing because I got there so late, and I was just like really taking my time and seeing all the cosplayers and looking at the art, and I had David with me who is an artist. He designed our logo. He's very into that stuff, so he was really enjoying seeing the art, and I'm looking at the pops that people have for sale. We get through like half of the convention and realize that it's going to close, and I still hadn't gone to meet Mickey Mouse or do any of the other things I needed to do, so... It wow. was good up until that point when I had to rush.
1: Oh, well, cool. And you all did an episode. Uh, Your Nerdy Pop uh, seems mm-hmm. to be very mm-hmm. popular. Uh, yeah, good. We've gotten some emails about it, and we did do a follow-up Video, you showed us some of your pops. Uh... Yeah, we're
2: uh, trying a new thing here, folks. So uh, we'll see how it goes. If if it's you know seems to be well received, we'll keep doing it. But yeah. we want to do like a follow up Friday type deal where we just get together and we do a video. Uh, just kind of if there's anything we left off the episode mm-hmm. that we needed to talk about, or if there's something we wanted to show you guys or whatever. Because a lot of times we do that. We say, oh, we have a picture of this we want to share with everyone, or or whatever. Or yeah. after we the episode comes out, we talk and we say, oh, man, we forgot to say this or that or whatever. So this is our way of of, of fixing that. So uh, this Friday, look for a video. We're going to show off a few of the pops from my collection. Now, Tyler can attest to this. This is a small percentage of the pops that I have. Ridiculous. Like all throughout the fortress down here, there's pops like on all the walls and like in the the music area of the fortress. I've got them in big... uh, Tupperware things—they're all over the place. So this is a small portion of them. These are some of the ones that we talked about on the episode. So you get to see them.
1: Yeah, Uh, and um, I, of course, you know, like you all talked about last week, I was in Europe, um, overseas. It was fantastic. I will talk more in detail about it as um, you know the weeks are coming. Uh, You know, if we're talking about something specific like. Maybe next week's episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We can draw some stories from where I was in Europe. I will tell you, though, we flew over Winterfell. Very cool. And it was really cool. Um, but I'm telling you, man, it was a life-changing experience. They are doing some really great things in Europe. I mean, conservation-wise, I mean, their streets are clean. They're nice, kind people. They're It's beautiful over mm-hmm. there. Um, it's just... It's really cool. Did you uh, see Spider-Man while you were far from home? I was far from home, and I did, when walking around Venice, I did see some of the areas they shot at, Uh Uh, like the bridge that he gets hit by the water monster. Mm -hmm. Uh, I walked over that bridge, uh, saw some of the buildings, um, actually saw the, uh, you know, when he's climbing up, he's like, hey, I can help, I can help, I'm, you know... uh, He's trying to ha- ask Mysterio. If he oh, can help. he says he I'm said, really
2: I'm strong and I'm really sticky. And I'm
1: really sticky. We walked right past that building. Cool. Uh, and those masks are all over the place.
2: Well, I'm impressed that you uh, recognized it because they- all the buildings kind of look the same to me. I wouldn't even know if I was uh, standing right <laughs> on it.
1: And I will say that. Um, Rome and Venice, architecturally, were my favorite places that we went. Because we saw Rome, we saw Venice, we saw uh, London, England, uh, we saw uh, Dublin, Ireland, um, Edinburgh, Scotland, uh, which was really cool. And I also got to spend a little extra time in New York, uh, because my flight was later, and I got to see a Broadway show. So, Waitress, which was fantastic. Jeremy Jordan was in it. The Jeremy Jordan. As yeah. Doctor Pomader, I believe is how they pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. He's fantastic, man. Yeah. I mean, that musical episode of Flash and Supergirl—it just doesn't do him justice. Yeah, he's say, better in it than he is in news. I was
2: going to say, if you don't know who he is, he's on Supergirl. Yes, um, When,
1: He plays Wynn in Supergirl. He
2: did uh, the last five years. That was a movie he did with Anna, uh, Anna Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good. Uh, and he's so, a newsie. Yeah, big musical guy.
1: Yeah, uh, it's fantastic, man. But like I said, well, you know, I don't want to get too deep into it and uh um, take up too much time for a breakdown of this episode so um i'm i'm excited to talk more about it in the coming weeks
2: yeah can't wait to hear more about it especially next week so uh at the end of this episode we'll tell you guys about what next week's episode is going to be and i'm really excited about it and i think you will be too so be sure to stick around to the very end to uh hear us give you the the scoop on next week
1: Absolutely. So, what are we going to get into this week,
2: man? This week, we're of course going to bring back uh, your your talk nerdy to me segment, mm-hmm. where you share some nerd vocabulary with us. I think we're going to also give some suggestions on some entertainment for the people this week in our watch you watching segment. And uh, we'll talk about news Of course, San Diego Comic Con was this past week Tons of
1: news Lots to unpack Oh
2: my goodness, so, so much We could probably do an entire episode just on Comic Con Absolutely uh, So much to talk about But we'll we'll kind of summarize the big uh, highlights of San Diego Comic Con And then we're going to break down What is it this week, Tyler? Stranger Things Season 3 Oh, what a season it was
1: Oh my gosh, it was so good
2: so good that I started watching it again, and yeah. I hardly ever rewatch things that not close like that together. You know, yeah. but there's so many things that you miss the first time. Yeah, there
1: is because you're so like you're just like oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my yeah, gosh. and
2: like you know how it is. You know, you, something goes off on your phone, you get distracted for a little bit, mm-hmm. and you overlook because you think you're paying attention, or at least not, I'm like oh I can do both, and then I have no idea what's going yeah. on, and I have to rewind. So you know, moments like that, it's easy to miss things, and those little moments like that could be something really important.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And we will get to all of that after some words from our sponsors. All right. You know, I I was noticing that we are selling out like crazy with what we're wearing today.
2: Yeah, me too. (laughs) I
1: mean, we've got 30 and Nerdy shirts, 30 and Nerdy hats, and our Dr. Pepper's ...are in our new 30 and Nerdy koozies.
2: Yeah, it's so cool to have our logo
1: on all this stuff. (laughs) Everything we're using right now. Um, And you know, it's great that we have this opportunity to have this kind of swag. And it comes to us from our dear friend, Zach, at Advertising Expressions. Now... If you have anything that you would like to get customized, whether it be a lanyard, uh, an ink pen, a shirt, a hat, a koozie, a coffee mug for your church, school, podcast, whatever it is, Zach can get you taken care of. He is right here in Morristown, Tennessee at 2103 Morningside Drive. Give him a call. 423-586-3270. And if you are out of town, you can check them out at their website, www.advertising-expressions.com. Now, Zach is a nerd just like all of us, and tell him 30 and Nerdy sent you, and he will get you taken care of. You know, nerds and nerdettes, uh, when we are nerding around, whether it's playing video games, working on the podcast... Or watching shows we get hungry and when we get hungry 90% of the time we want Akita Express Akita is a family-owned restaurant where they treat you like family and feed you to your full full service portions and quality at a fast pace they believe in providing the best customer service and fast food for a reasonable price now this is fresh hibachi grilled every minute And you need to check them out. If you're here in Morristown, you can find them at 3100 East Morse Boulevard. Give it a try and tell them 30 and Nerdy sent you. Alright, so I'm going to talk nerdy to you. This week's nerd word, uh, it actually came to me while I was in Europe and I quickly jotted it down and defined it myself. Nerd jinx. I'm sure you've heard of the word hijinks, like we've got hijinks going on. Yeah, many times. Well, this is nerd jinx, boisterous fun between nerds. Uh, example, anytime Josh and Tyler get together, you can always expect nerd jinx to happen, like goofing off and quoting nerdy movies to each other, picking on each other, or even have a wrestling match break out. <laughs> uh, so that's your nerd word for the week, nerd jinx. Use it in a sentence and see if people can guess what you're talking about. And if they uh, have no
2: idea, you should tell them to listen to the show and they can learn more, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: So I think it's time to move on to my favorite segment, and it's called What You Watching? Watchin'? Feels so good every time we do that. I know. Tyler, what you watching?
1: Well, um, Young Justice. Is back, the second half of Season 3. Uh, it did, um, the second half of Season 3 came out on 4th of July also. Okay,
2: but for anyone who doesn't know, can you tell us what Young okay, Justice Okay, Young
1: is? Justice is the younger version of the Justice League. It's basically, and I hate to use this word because they hate this word in that world, it's the sidekicks. Oh. They all form their own team. Robin, uh, Aqualad, um... Miss Martian, pretty much all, uh, Red er, Red Arrow, I mean, Kid Flash, I mean, they are sidekicks, you know? I mean, they are the sidekicks. So That's okay. It, and it is. Um, and they started this a few years ago, and it actually ended with Season 2. But due to the Nerd Nation's, like, constant clamoring for it and signatures, and just after it, the DC Universe picked up... Young Justice, and brought it back for season three. And, as a matter of fact, this past week at San Diego Comic-Con, they announced that season four has been picked up, so we will get to see a season four of Young Justice. Um, And there's always, in between each season, a big time lapse, like... He's Robin in season one. Well, he's Nightwing in season two. Ooh, I gotta check it out. season three, you really mm-hmm. need to check it out. So the second half of season three came out on Fourth of July, but I was a little busy with Stranger Things season three. Yeah. So um, I'm finally picking that back up. i three episodes into this part of the season, and it's 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 good. Cool. I mean, it's I love their spin on some things. Uh, they change the mythos of some characters, but it's really cool. It's a cool spin.
2: DC animation is where it's at. It really always is. has been.
1: Absolutely. I Always. mean, if they could take the creativity and the drive that they have in, anim, in the animated world and put it towards their big screen movies, it'd be fine. It'd yeah. be fine. Um, so, JD, what are you watching?
2: Okay, so my suggestion for this week is, is not a new thing, um, but I did watch it. I was just kind of hanging out down here in the fortress one night and. Uh, stumbled upon Scott Pilgrim versus the World on Netflix, ah. a movie I've seen dozens of times, but I was like, you know what, uh, another time won't hurt. So I watched it, and it'd been a while, and it's a really great movie, uh, which I already knew, but I uh, just super enjoyed still watching holds it this up. time. It still yeah, holds up. so so great, and I always notice something new every single time. So if you have not seen Scott Pilgrim versus the World, check it out on Netflix. It's it's sort of like like a video game world or something like scott pilgrim has yeah. these video game fantasies or something but scott pilgrim falls in love with this girl named ramona flowers and before he can uh really date her date her he has to defeat her seven evil exes so
1: yes. it's three of them are big comic book stars now
2: this is true oh yep. evans is in it captain mm-hmm.
1: america um, Captain Marvel's in it. Brie Larson, Brie Larson, and Brandon Ruth Roth, however you pronounce, yeah. was Superman in Superman Returns, mm-hmm. and he's the Atom in the DC Television Universe. Yeah. So
2: I'm sure most of you have already seen it, but so if you have, go back and watch it again. Yeah, it's great. And before we move on, I have a request f- uh, f- uh, of you, okay, Tyler? Okay. So another thing on Netflix is The Princess and the Frog. Ah. You have not seen the Princess no, and the Frog.
1: That's one of the Disney movies I haven't seen.
2: Okay, I want you to watch it before we sit down for next week's episode. Okay, and I want to hear your thoughts on on this movie. Okay, because it's it was one of those movies that was like felt like it came out at the wrong time. It felt like one of those '90s animated Disney well, movies.
1: And the little bit I've seen, like in trailers and stuff, it almost kind of makes you think of the Rescuers. Like in that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, so. um, I think that you'll really, really like it. One of my favorite voice actors in it.
2: Jim Cummings? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, watch it. Let us know next week what you think about
1: it. I will definitely do that. And then you check out Young Justice.
2: (laughs) Uh, I will at some point. I don't know that I'll get to it before next week, but I'll definitely watch it.
1: Well, I understand. You've got school coming back up soon. Yeah. And this summer has just flown by,
2: hasn't it? Yeah. And school starts like next week. And I'm still trying to paint my new classroom. Yeah. Let alone set it up and decorate it (laughs) and like put all my posters and toys up and everything. So it's going to be a really busy next few days. So probably can't watch any cartoons (laughs) (laughs) until like next month.
1: So we have a contest that is in full force. Yeah. It is called the Hot and Nerdy Contest. And it is from Kind of like me. Sure. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> God. I'm more mad that I didn't think about that. Snooze you lose, pal. Dang. Um, so, basically what you're going to have to do is you, listener, are going to have to go back to our inaugural episode, Nerdledge. Here are the rules of the contest. You have to like and share the post from our Facebook. So you'll go to our 30 and Nerdy Podcast Facebook page, find the Hot and Nerdy Contest post, like and share that post. We'll pin that at the top so you can find it quickly. Absolutely we will. And what you also have to do is whatever social media you may have, follow us there. If you only have Facebook and Instagram, that's fine. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you don't have Twitter, that's fine. But if you do have Twitter, follow us there as well. And we have a trivia question for you to answer. Now, it's a two-parter. The question is, what is Tyler's favorite Marvel villain and Josh's favorite DC hero? it changed it up a little bit, yeah. threw him off. So you have to answer that question, follow us, like and share that post. You have to take pictures to prove that you followed us and email that along with the answer to 30 nerdypod at gmail.com. Now we do have two or three submissions already and it goes till the end of this month. And we will announce the winner on our first episode of August who will announce who won. So again, you have to like and share the post. Follow us on all social media. Answer the trivia question. Take pictures to prove you followed us. And email them to 30andnerdypod at gmail.com. And what you will win is a 30 and Nerdy Podcast Starter Swag Package. You know what swag stands for? Uh, Stuff We All Get. You uh, like that? Yeah. yeah. So that contest is in the heat of it so right now. So
2: from what I understand here is that if you win the contest you're gonna get the stuff like that you and I already have. That we already have, yes. And a the few other, stuff a few other privileged people. Absolutely. And you're gonna have this stuff before it's available to everybody else.
1: Yes. We will have a store up soon, but the winner of this contest will get everything that will be in the store already made available. Very now, nice. when we, after we announce the winner, the winner will have to then email us their address, and we will mail it out to you. You do not have to worry about shipping or anything. We will take care of that. All you have to do is win the game. So, nerds and nerdettes, get to listening to that first episode, because we have a lot made up to go in your nerd package. And it's, it's, it's really cool stuff. Like, we just got our koozies today, and I'm excited. Very excited. Me too. Um, so, you know what that means. I think I do. It's time for the news.
2: So much news. All
1: the there news. There is. So, before we get to... There's a, just there's two things I want to talk about before we get to San Diego Comic-Con. And they are two things with the DC Universe. Because I know SanCon was very Marvel-heavy. So, I'll let you talk about your Marvel stuff if you let me get these two DC things out of the way.
2: I guess that's fair.
1: All right. In a recent interview, Zachary Levi stated that Black Adam will not cross over until Shazam 3. Which tells us a couple of things. One, it's a trilogy at least. Two, we are going to get Black Adam. And three, it's a trilogy at least. That's Zachary Levi's... So
2: that's two things there.
1: Yeah, two things. Um, I wanted to say three because it's Shazam's three, but then that begs the question, who the heck is the villain in two? I mean, I don't know a lot about Shazam. I don't. I can admit that. Um, So that'll be intriguing. It'll be interesting to see. Sure, I mean, if they do... Because we do know The Rock is Black Adam.
2: If they actually do make two and three i'm there for it i'll see it because i I love the first one they
1: wanted to and i think that dc is forever going to for the next little while follow the let's see how the first movie does Mm -hmm. shazam did well yeah it was good um they already knew there'd be a sequel and now zachary's saying it'll be there'll be three okay um so good that's great Second thing, James Gunn, in a recent interview, said that most of Suicide Squad, get this, will be filming in Atlanta, Georgia.
2: Like everything else these days.
1: Yeah, Atlanta's a big movie capital now. A lot of places are leaving Hollywood and coming to the south.
2: The the taxes, apparently, Mm -hmm. uh, are not as bad in Georgia as opposed to California and New York.
1: Well, it's the south. It's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful areas and uh, um, a lot more inexpensive property. I bet. And it's not that far away. We should audition for extras. Let's do it. Absolutely. So that takes us to San Diego Comic-Con. St. Diego (laughs) Comic-Con. If you will. A lot of Marvel news. Uh, Before we get to the Marvel stuff, we have a new 007. Mm -hmm. It's a woman. It is the... uh, Dang it, I forgot her name, but she was in Captain Marvel. She played the co-pilot and the friend. Um, And I cannot remember her name and, of course, Young Justice 4. Now, uh, a lot of people are upset about that, but you know what? It's 2019. 007 does not have to be a guy. It's a code. doesn't mean that she's James Bond. 007 can be the code for any of the agents, if you ask me.
2: Her name is Lashana Lynch. Lashana Lynch
1: is the new 007. I'd be interested to see it. I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm there for it. Absolutely. So, you want to take the reins on San Diego Comic-Con Marvelverse? Where
2: to begin? So, lots of things uh, confirmed for us. Uh, we have on May 1st of next year, the Black Widow movie will be released. We kind of kind of already knew that that was coming. It wasn't really uh, very what closely a shock, no. uh, kept secret. Uh, in November of next year, we get The Eternals and we also knew that one was coming mm-hmm. uh february 12th 2021 shang chi and the legend of the ten rings so I, it seems like uh mandarin is going to be the villain for that movie yeah mandarin is an iron man villain and they sort of referenced him in iron man 3 uh but they kind of you know so that up. the real Mandarin? yeah, yeah. they they kind of he's like i'm an actor <laughs> right so they they swerved us on that. So maybe the real Mandarin is going to yes. show up. And he he wears these ten, ten rings, rings and he has all these powers and things like that. So that'll be interesting. Uh, May seventh, twenty twenty one. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I it's think this about is time
1: we get the multiverse. This is going to be a wild one. I think it's going to be its first horror movie. Yeah, MCU's so. horror movie and Scarlet Witch will show up in it.
2: Um yeah that's what they said yeah they did say that didn't they that'll be interesting uh, so after that November uh 2021 Thor Love and Thunder and this one is really exciting because we're gonna get Lady Thor finally mm-hmm. so uh, Natalie Portman she came out on stage at San Diego she held up the uh, Mayonair the Hammer yes you know they announced that she's gonna play Lady Thor
1: well that's only right yeah, no. well, this
2: happened in the comics. Jane, yeah. Jane yeah, yeah, Foster yeah, yeah. did play, uh, or did turn Bec- into. Became she becomes worthy, worthy and yeah. she, yeah. So. I'm well, and you can have it.
1: two Thors now, because he has his. Stormbreaker. Uh, Stormbreaker. You know, storm and he seems to like that one better, I think. Because it's bigger. He's like, no, nope, I'll take the big one. You take And the,
2: small the one. fact that, like, you know, if you think back to Avengers 2, when Cap, they were all trying to pick up the hammer, and Cap kind of moved it a little bit, he was, like, worried. And then in Endgame. Spoiler alert! When he <laughs> he when Captain America holds out his hand and he catches Mooner and Thor's stupid like excited about it. I like, oh, knew, I knew it. it. So um, this yeah, will be intriguing. It shows I'm you excited. that he's willing to let it go a little bit. Yeah, and uh, I think yeah, Lady Thor will be very cool.
1: Absolutely, and we get some shows.
2: Yeah, we got a Loki show. Uh, I'm coming. Excited. I don't have the dates in front of me for that.
1: Um, well, I'd say most of it will be pretty. Like well, then late 2020, early 2021. Yeah, because so, the streaming service doesn't hit till November.
2: Right. There's, I think, the first Marvel thing is going to drop in like February or May of next year. Yeah. So we do have a little bit of a
1: wait, uh, but that's okay. And this is the Loki from Endgame that escaped.
2: Yes. So oh. we're going to get that. We're going to get uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier mm-hmm.
1: post uh, Endgame stuff.
2: They walked up on the stage holding the shield and everything. Mm-hmm. So that'll be cool. We have Hawkeye uh, Hawkeye. We have WandaVision with Scarlet Witch and Vision coming back.
1: Which I'm guessing has to be pre death of Vision. Or they bring him back somehow.
2: Um I don't know. I mean I'll I guess be we'll have to see. and then we're gonna get an animated series, which I'm really excited yes. about. Uh the MCU trying their hand at uh, yeah, you know we talked about DC being so good, they better look out. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so they're gonna do the what if series. So this is like certain situations that we've seen in the in the MCU. What if you know a different character had been there, or yeah. you know the good guys hadn't won, or who knows? Just what like if my anything. what if
1: that I always want to see is what if Howard Stark created the suit back in the early days of Shield, mm-hmm. if he were the first Iron Man,
2: and you never know they they could give us that. So
1: I think it'd be cool, and we got a surprise. The Daywalker himself will return in Phase 5. Blade. Yeah. The vampire killing Daywalker. I'm excited for this. Uh, However, it has been recast. Wesley Snipes is out. Uh, which he is fine with. He was very congratulatory towards him. Uh, Mahershala Ali. Mahershala
2: Ali. You know, and plus Wesley Snipes played Blade like 21 years ago. Yeah, so I think three it's times. Time after that to... third,
1: after that third Blade movie. Let's, I wouldn't want to touch it let's again. Let's <laughs> put the katanas
2: down and, yeah. and then yeah. move on, buddy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so I'm excited about that because I think we've been talking for a while. Like me, you, and Logan, is when will Blade come back? Yeah. So it's exciting, and now we're in a newer era where they can do some scary stuff with vampires. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe we'll get to see some team-ups, like Blade and Wolvie, Blade and Spider-Man. I
2: want to see Blade and Spider-Man. That'd be cool. I do. And, you know, they also did sort of confirm that we are going to get X-Men yes, at some point. Yes, and the Fantastic Four. And the Fantastic Four. They did not tell us when, where, why, how, or any of that stuff, but that it's going to happen. It which is definitely going to happen. everyone expected And that I think happen.
1: Feige will take care of them. I think so, too. I think
2: everything that they have announced that they're working on, everything that's that's yet to
1: come, it's all going to be awesome. It'll be great, man. And I'm excited. Uh, like we've said a thousand times, it is a good time to be a nerd and that's the news Josh you could play that sound effect a thousand times in a row and I would not get tired of it like I did the Avengers theme hey that sounds like a challenge to me (laughs) I love that song man and like it's just so simple so 80s just a beat And some synthesizer, and Mm -hmm. it's just, it's so fitting. And you know
2: when you hear that music, it's time for us to... On Stranger
1: Things Season 3. Absolutely, we're going to go chapter by chapter and discuss what happened in those chapters. And this this season, man, was just... Good. I mean, good. I mean, the only thing I think... It would keep me from saying it's my favorite season. Is there's something about the origin season? Mm-hmm. I'm the um, same way. It definitely goes one, three, two. Definitely, and, and
2: three is right on the right on the. the it's bird. on the cusp. Yeah. it
1: really is. And I, like I said, I think the only thing that saves season one is it's the first. Yep. So I'm with you. Um, we start chapter one. Susie, do you copy? On June 28, 1984, Soviet generals give a group of scientists a year to develop technology to force open a portal to the upside down.
2: Yeah, I was uneasy right away, because I see all these Russian science dudes in a lab messing with stuff that they probably shouldn't be, and then a guy gets melted from this big machine. Yeah. It's like, okay, so this is how we're starting this yeah. season. <laughs> and it really, melting like, dudes.
1: It, it enforced the whole like red scare. Yeah. aspect that the 80s had. Uh, so, then a year later, in the middle of summer of 1985 in Hawkins, the new Starcourt Mall has caused other town shops to close down, angering the townspeople. Mike and Eleven have developed a romantic relationship and Hopper talks to Joyce, seeking advice on how to split the two apart.
2: Yeah. Mike and Eleven have come a long way since the snowball, because <laughs> it's like they had this awkward little, you know, slow dance, little little pop kiss, dance and, and kiss. then they're like full on in making Eleven's room, out. making out. I'm like, ah! Oh!
1: <gasps> they're children. Oh. The dad in you is probably like, get your hands I, off of her. A <laughs> little bit. <laughs> well, I, I really liked it, and I loved the Hopper talking to Joyce, because... He's like, all that it has been for six months is every day making out. And Mike, Mike, they have to break up. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, you can't do that. Yeah. You have to talk to she's them.
2: She's like, oh, you know, sit down and you reason with them. and you Talk know, about like, your feelings. That does not work with Hopper. How? And... He like he tried because he trusts Joyce, I think, because as we've said before, Joyce is like super mom. Okay? Yeah, she's great. If something's wrong, Joyce knows. If if one of the kids needs help, Joyce is there. She's super mom. And so I think he trusts her judgment. Yeah. And that's why he goes to her to vent about it and everything. And then she's like, okay, take this approach. Write, write he's these like, down.
1: Write your feelings down and, th- and then just read them.
2: That's like another language for Hopper. So oh, he's yeah. like, okay, I tried it your way. No more Mr. He nice Guy. He doesn't do feelings. Yeah. And- <laughs> Well,
1: he's like, your grandmother's dying. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, then we got Dustin comes back from summer science camp and encourages Mike, Will, Lucas, Eleven, and Max to help set up a makeshift radio so he can contact Susie, a girl he met at camp.
2: Who totally exists.
1: Yes, at first you're like, okay. Did you
2: doubt it at first?
1: I didn't doubt it at first. I knew that she would come into play later. I thought that I didn't think that it would be a no-show. The first, like that moment.
2: Dustin is not untrustworthy. I don't think so. No, I, I think if he says it, from the beginning, I was like, he's telling the truth. He's got no, a girlfriend. Yeah, he's got himself a girlfriend. That's, yeah, that's adorable. And she, know? what does he says? like, she's hotter than Phoebe Cates.
1: Yeah, hotter than Phoebe Cates. Thank uh, Albert Einstein and hotter than Phoebe Cates. <laughs> and, and they're like that doesn't exist. There's no such thing as like even Luke's like there's no such thing as a perfect girl. And Max is like, excuse me. Oh man,
2: Lucas is really not bad. Not at good this. at the boyfriend thing. He's
1: really bad at this. Uh, One night, the power goes out across Hawkins, which shakes Will, and at a nearby abandoned steel mill, a strange entity appears. Uh, Nancy has started a job at a local paper under editor Tom Holloway and co-worker Bruce.
2: Bruce is a schmo. It's it's, uh, Busey's son. (laughs) Gary Busey's son.
1: Jake Busey. Yeah. Who became famous in uh, The Frighteners and Starship Troopers. Do you remember that movie? Yeah. Uh, became famous there. Uh, he looks just like him. Yeah. He even has the mouth and the teeth. Like, uh, yeah. well, and, and they immediately make you hate this man. Yeah, and he does it so well.
2: He calls uh, Nancy uh, Nancy, Drew Nancy Drew all the time. She's, she's,
1: yeah. And they're not. Well, I mean, it's late eighties. You know, they didn't take women serious then. I was glad when he died. Oh, I know. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> 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 So, she secures a tip about a strange event. Dustin records a strange transmission coming through his transmitter of a man speaking in Russian. hmm
0: mm-hmm.
1: And uh, he intercepts that with that big ham radio tower. Cerebro. Cerebro, yeah.
2: So, it's funny. I was talking earlier uh, at the beginning of the episode about, like... You know, if you look at your phone and you'll miss something on the show, and you think you're paying attention. Yeah. So I totally missed the Russian coming through on Cerebro. Really? Until he was sitting down talking to Steve about it. Remember at the booth, and he's like, "I intercepted a Russian transmission. I intercepted a Russian <laughs> transmission." So like, say? I was like, "Did he really?" <laughs>
1: yeah. So I missed that, and yeah. I had to go back. But um, so, less nerds, put the phones down. You gotta put it away, <laughs> you or you're missing away, stuff. You're I'm the missing... worst about it. Um and I loved that scene because they introduce Robin, mm-hmm. who is Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's daughter. Yes, she she favors Uma. So I never
2: thought anything about it. You were the one that told me, like, yeah. oh, you know, her parents are famous. You know, who she yeah. is. And,
1: and thank you... God she looks like Uma and not Ethan Hawke. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: like the, the, as soon as I saw her again after you told me that, yeah, I was like, oh, I can't even yeah, not can't think about it.
1: it now. That's yeah. Uma Thurman. <laughs> um. So later, Billy drives by the mill, hits something, and is dragged inside. I
2: still hate Billy. Yeah, it's like I the mean, minute the the thing with uh, Mrs. Wheeler, like all that stuff started again. I was just like, let's just Ugh. talk about
1: how uncomfortable that was. So there's this epic '80s poolside scene. First off, public pools. I mean, those are a thing of the past now. There's
2: so many people in those pools. I would yeah, not want to I mean, be there. You
1: know like when we were even though we have a pool um you know mom had this summer program that she ran for special education and every Tuesday and Thursday we went to Panther Creek which had a big huge mm-hmm. massive public pool and i just had always had issues cuz somehow some way every time i'd get in that pool i'd find a Band-Aid floating near me oh and it was no horrible. and and there's like one of my biggest and I'm trying not to gag. Pet peeves is like wet tissues and wet napkins. It's <laughs> disgusting. So you yes. had moist band-aids? Stop. <laughs> Don't ever do that again. Never <laughs> do that. <laughs> oh gosh.
2: We need a Zach, we need a we need a hat that says hashtag moist no. band Oh God.
1: <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
2: Oh, he's gonna do it now! I know now it. He's he gonna do to. it now. He'll do. It. That's oh, gonna be god. the number one bestseller, bestseller on the, the store's mandate. Oh god!
1: <laughs> as long as it has the thirty and thirty logo branding.
2: Oh my goodness, we so, gotta get control of this thing.
1: Oh man! So they they you know they have that epic Billy's walking slowly and all the the, the moms, moms are taking or, their sunglasses you know, off and. But he focuses on Karen Wheeler, Mike's mom, because they hinted at that in season two. Yeah. But it's it's pretty serious because he even offers private swimming lessons at a hotel. Is that
2: what they're calling it these days?
1: Yes. So, that was weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just odd. Uh, yeah. So, good first episode. Absolutely it was. Um, it hooked you. Mm-hmm. You were left on. You could definitely tell that it's been a year. Um oh man and like the kids are grown ups practically quick. they've grown quick The boys
2: especially they're all tall and their voices have changed it's like yeah. 11 11
1: Yeah Oh <laughs> Oh Can um, we please play D&D? Yeah. Poor Will I know. Oh, we'll, I get to, we'll, get to will. we'll get we'll get the will. We'll get the will. On to chapter 2, The Mall Rats. Billy is dragged into the upside down where he encounters his doppelganger and uh that was kind of cool. Yeah, so this is like
2: the Mind Flayer communicating with him. Mm-hmm. Tell, it's The Mind Flayer has possessed him now yeah. and is trying to show him what he wants. He's like, what do you want? What do you want from me? Build what you see. And what he sees it's is an army an army of people.
1: Yeah. Right? When, now, I, I have to admit, when it said build what you see and then flashed him back into the real world and there's this empty road, I was like... You want him to build a highway? You want him to pave, <laughs> pave a road? You want him to <laughs> build Ma- a road? Mind Flayer Avenue? <laughs> I mean, what do you want? Like a sign? <laughs> <laughs> so, instead of having a heart-to-heart, Hopper tries to distance Mike from Eleven. Later, Eleven and Max run into Mike. Will and Lucas at the mall, where Eleven breaks up with Mike.
2: <sighs> Man, I remember being a middle school boyfriend and getting like... Broken up with. Oh, like, you, you lied to me about... What time you? You mean you were watching Dragon Ball Z
1: instead of talking to yeah, me? Yeah,
2: I'm dumping you. I'm dumping you. Like that was a very good job of capturing what that's like. That was a good. They captured days. that moment really. And well. and poor Mike is like, I don't understand. What did I do wrong? Why is she treating me this She's way? Like, Why do you lie? It's like, oh, they're a different species. Yeah, they don't make sense. It's like
1: you're really gonna take advice from Lucas, who's broken up, who's been broken up with five different times by Max. You know.
2: Eleven kind of played Dirty Pool, though. She spied on Was that on this
1: episode? She broke the rules. Yeah,
2: she used the power to to spy on the boys and see what they were doing? Yeah. Yeah. No good. That's a
1: shame. Um, Nancy and Jonathan follow up on her lead and find Miss Driscoll had caught a rat that was eating her fertilizer.
2: Yeah. And we saw at the in the last episode. I think we didn't mention it though. Like the rats had been eating the fertilizer, and they start having like convulsions and stuff. Yeah. And they
1: so you know. like these rats have basically. So like at the beginning, you see the dust, what was left of the mind flare part that possessed Will. Yeah, and it starts to when the Russians are messing with stuff, it starts to activate. Yeah, kind of. And I couldn't tell, one thing that I actually could not make sense of was, was each dust particle possessing the rat, blowing um, it up? I mean, it just... I guess was it was little, like the
2: Mind flare was like tearing the rat apart from the inside to out. To make like, a little... To, yeah. Yeah. So, he could take the
1: goo of the rat and... Build. ...animate it and build it into a big goo monster. Mind flare. Yeah. He makes, basically makes a real world of himself. Um... When they are not looking, the rat implodes into an amorphous organic mass and escapes. Hopper asks Joyce on a date.
2: Yeah, he was like feeling really good and confident yeah. because his little stern talk with uh, with Mike worked. Yeah. And he's like, you know, driving down the road singing and blasting his tunes, feeling good. And he goes in there to ask Joyce out. And he's
1: singing that song from the sequel season. Uh, the Jim, Jim Croce song.
2: Yeah. Don't Which, mess around with Jim.
1: Yeah. Ironic. Yeah. Jim Hopper. Um, So, but Joyce misses the date. Because she's yeah. with one of I my favorite it. minor character, Mr. Clark! I love Mr. Clark. Mr. Clark is the best. And it's funny, me and Maddie were watching through this, and while she's like reading the books on what's wrong, like magnetism, while Joyce is like basically going back to school, <laughs> yeah. reading all these big textbooks about magnetism, I, I immediately said. You know who would be very helpful is Mr. Clark, flashes, and there's there's a scene with Mr. Clark I was like, I'm going to quit my job and write for Stranger Things because I called it.
2: It's summertime. They had to find a way to fit him they, in the, Yeah, they really the did because he's
1: just a great addition. He's
2: everything that I wish I could be in a teacher.
1: You'll get there. He's yeah. also been teaching longer than you.
2: Has he? How do you know? He's older. Well, I
1: guess that's yeah. true. Uh, so, uh, Dustin, with the help of Steve and his co-worker, new character Robin, Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's daughter, translate the Russian sentence, and Steve sc- discovers that the song Daisy Bell, heard in the background of the Russian message, is identical to the music played from a toy horse in the mall, suggesting that the message originated locally rather than from Russia. hmm Um, you immediately in these scenes f- kind of figure out Robin's character. He's very sarcastic. But you can't put a finger on why she's, you know, she's keeping tally of Steve's strikeouts with girls.
2: He's not doing well.
1: He's not doing well. He has fallen from the throne as King Steve in the mm. past, and, you know, and I just, I immediately loved this character, Robin, because mm. she's like, hey, dingus. You know, dingus is her word. Yeah. And I love when she's like, how many kids are you friends with?
2: She didn't really start to grow on me until she got so into solving the mystery and everything and deciphering she's the code. She's walking around
1: with Dustin. She's like, I can't believe I'm yeah. going to agree with him. Russian spies.
2: Yeah, I like her now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, so, meanwhile, Billy struggles with nightmares during lifeguard duty and guided by a strange oh, voice.
2: Billy's having problems. Oh, Too bad. Poor Couldn't Bill. have happened to a
1: better guy. Poor Billy um, And he keeps, like, ba- basically flashing in and out of the Upside Down. He abducts fellow lifeguard Heather Holloway and takes her to the mill to be possessed by the Entity.
2: We didn't talk about one of my favorite parts of this episode. Uh, Eleven and Max are running around the mall. Eleven is so impressionable. Have you noticed this, by the way? Like, she meets her sister in uh, Season Becomes 2 a- and she... Punk. Changes, yeah, and then like now she's hanging out with Max at the mall, and she's and they're shopping. She's and all doing different, girly and everything. And no, but my favorite part. Do you remember Stacy from Yes, who the, du-
1: who said no to Dustin? The snowball. Yes, that was that, oh, so. Stacy. That was oh, Stacy. Spit
2: on your name. So, um, Stacy was the girl there that eleven made her drink explode. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the best. I saw oh, that, that girl's that like, fantastic. Oh, that's that Stacy girl. She was mean to Dustin, and then <laughs> right in her face. Like I you was... had an
1: entire diatribe in the season two breakdown about Stacy's. Yeah. And so that was like best moment of the season. Nothing good Stacey's about anybody soda. named Stacy. <laughs> um. Uh, and we move on. The case of the missing lifeguard, chapter three.
2: This whole episode is one big argument. By the way, don't you think? Yes. Okay. Let's. We'll get to it. Yes,
1: we'll get to it. So, uh, actually, this is where it happens. Max encourages Eleven to use her powers to spy on Mike. Later, when spying on Billy, though, he senses her presence, and Eleven sees Billy subduing Heather. And the fact that he senses her presence when she's spying in that, uh, we've called it hallway, Mm -hmm. in that medium area, Mm -hmm. um, shows that he's not just Billy it kind of shows that there's a psychonetic power there as well. Right. Um, And that was kind of a creepy moment because he just turns around and, you know, Billy's already a creep. Yeah. And a a, a jerk. But, like, seeing the slow possession of him, the dark eyes, the... Because you can also kind of see, and I don't know if this was, like, just the way Dacre played it, like, he'll cry at times. Like, Mm -hmm. you'll see tears almost like Billy's in the background, like, let me go please
2: he does a really good job. I hate the character, but he well, does yeah. a great job.
1: What's you know, he's doing exactly what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Um and and funny <laughs> what's funny is when she's spying on the on the guys the entire time Wills in the corner <laughs> like, can we play D&D? Poor Will <laughs> setting up a game that they don't want to play.
2: Okay, I'm just going to I'm just going to bring it up, okay? And I may be looking way way too much into it. I don't know. Okay, but do you remember the moment when Will and Mike are arguing and Mike is so upset because he did the whole... Was this the Will the Wise episode? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, So like he dresses up in his wizard outfit. He wants to play D&D and everything. And they kind of shoot it down and make fun of it. And he gets upset and he tries to leave. But Mike says something like, I can't help it that you don't like girls. And Will was like really kind of... His reaction to that was like he was really taken aback by that. And I get really hurt for him to say that. Yeah. Okay. Are they trying know. to hint around to us? I mean.
1: I don't know. I. And there were other things. I don't think they would have done that. Without a reason, I think we may get to that in season four. Hopefully,
2: it could just be like, okay, you're not as you're not as mature as yeah, us yet. I mean, and that's all it could be. Maybe he, he's sad that he doesn't have a girlfriend. I don't know, but yeah,
1: I mean, maybe he doesn't like. He girls did make at this the comment like he's thirteen years old, fourteen yeah, years old, and
2: that's that's I just don't know. You at know? that
1: age, it's okay to just want to play D anD. d You know, but Mike's not.
2: There was uh, he made the comment about. Uh, today is a day with no girls or something like that. Yeah. He was really adamant about yeah. the no girls thing. So,
1: Yeah. I think it's more of like a uh, Spanky and the Little Rascals. Yeah. I don't think it's much as it's like not attracted to girls. It's like, I'm 14 years old. Yeah. Like, I don't like girls. It could
2: mean something. It may not mean anything. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I'm just... But I definitely think that argument was created for a reason. Yeah. And I think that those words were said for a reason. The Duffers don't do anything... By with, accident. By accident. Um, because you know the Duffers and the details. Yeah. Um. So, we move on and...
2: Oh, by the way, rip Uh, RIP Castle Byers because Will had a tantrum yeah. and broke it, it destroys down.
1: Destroys Castle Byers. Yeah. So, um,
2: Joyce and Hopper, maybe? What's um, going on with them?
1: No, actually. Um,
2: well, yeah, because they sneak into the lab. Yeah,
1: not yet. Uh, we uh, Nancy and uh, Jonathan. Jonathan go back to Miss Driscoll's house, and yeah. she's feral. She's yeah. going crazy. She's eating the... And, she keep, and like they subdue her, and she's like, i got to go back. I've got to go back. Yeah. That
2: old lady that plays Miss Driscoll does a great job. She, she's <laughs> a really good actress. Oh, me. yeah, that moment when she's eating the soil and she looks up and she looks all crazy and everything. Yeah, really good uh, horror oh, yeah, elements absolutely. to this
1: show. Um, Robin happens across the clues to decode the message indicating something will happen at the mall... That night, um, that night, Dustin, Steven Robin spy on armed Russian men covering a shipment to the mall.
2: Do you remember the the scene when they were they they saw a guy that they thought was was one of the Russians and they follow him? He's a jazzer size, and they have <laughs> the jazzer size class going yes. on. And Dustin and Steve are just like in awe; their mouths hanging open, watching the all the the eighties jazzer size stuff. Yeah, the I thought that was so moms. funny. That was hilarious. Um,
1: yeah, while Hopper is angry at Joyce for missing their date, aware aware she is considering moving and leaving Hawkins, Joyce reiterates what Clark told her and looks for signs of such a device at the abandoned Hawkins lab where Hopper is attacked.
2: Yeah, why didn't the dude that attacked Hopper just kill him? Like, you're leaving a loose wanted, end there.
1: I think he wanted to establish a dominance. Like, I, I could have killed you. But it's, I'm stronger like, for beating the living day. To scare life. him and yeah. tell him to stay away? Yeah, it's more of like, I'm not going to kill him. Man, you these Russian
2: dudes time. are serious, though. I don't know why they didn't just kill him and get it over with. Well, and he might have Not have he,
1: to worry about it. He might have thought he did kill him. He might have true. thought, oh, I'll beat the living crap out of him. He, yeah. He's not coming back. Um, Eleven and Max find Billy and Heather apparently okay with Tom and his wife. Billy sneers as they leave, which will senses Billy and Heather. Then knock out her parents. Sorry, Heather, the lifeguard he abducted and possessed is the daughter of Nancy and Jonathan's boss. Yeah, yes, and so they then possess the mom and dad.
2: Sorry about that, Janet and Tim, Tom, Tom,
1: Tom. Uh, so we move on to chapter four, the sauna test.
2: This was an exciting episode. I loved this episode. I just watched this one again This was today. the
1: one where we said um, they could have made that a mid-season finale. Yeah. And waited a month or two before they released 5, 6, 7, and 8. Oh,
2: people would have been crazy, though, I think. But I'm sorry. But works. That's what we had to go through. Yeah. Remember what, yeah. before streaming? Right. When You're that right.
1: mid-season finale... I mean, we still have to go through it. Some like Supernatural whenever they do Ooh. their mid-season. I'm just like, dang
2: it! Walking Dead when it was Walking still good. Dead, well, yeah, when it was still
1: good. <laughs> um Heather take her parents to the mill where they are also possessed. Later, Nancy and Jonathan are fired by Tom. Still curious, though, Nancy goes to visit Miss Driscoll at the hospital. Uh, Tom, we can see, is sweating and hot. He's possessed, Mm -hmm. and he's angry. And uh, Later on, Eleven and Max reunite with Mike, Will, and Lucas after hearing about Will's latest sensing. The group determined that the Mind Flayer still resides in the real world, having possessed Billy. We're lucky to have those kids,
2: man. They're really smart. So I think that next time that if I'm one of those kids, I'm going to think that, Every time we get a hunch that something's going on, go with it. Normally it's right. Yeah. We should go find the adults right away. We should just go with it. Hey, we're, Levin, where's your dad? Let's go find Hopper. Yeah. And, uh, Instead
1: of waiting and trying to do it on our own, it's like, all right, we need to get the band together. Something's wrong. Something's yeah. amiss. Let's get the team, and we'll take care of this.
2: Maybe after this season, they'll think of that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, that night, the five trap Billy in the pool sauna, confirming he is possessed. Billy gains superhuman strength and breaks free. At the same time that Nancy witnesses Miss Driscoll transform as well, and that was really a cool, scary scene. Oh yeah, and
2: I loved Eleven versus Billy.
1: It was really oh man, it was a superhero fight. She threw him through a wall. Yeah, and but we did see. Now after that's this. When he is freaking out and he's being hurt by the heat of the sauna, Mm -hmm. because we know from season two, the Mind Flayer hates the heat. Right. So, and then you hear, Max, I'm sorry. It's made me do things, Max. I've done things, Max. I'm sorry. Is that Billy? No. So you think it's a a ploy?
2: He's reaching for the... The glass. The piece of the wall that the yeah, whatever oh, it was. Yeah, he is. He was reaching for that. And that was before Will detected him. Yeah. I mean it was right before. So it maybe. I don't know. I mean
1: I mean yeah, I mean but it's kinda left with like a oh, was it him? Or was it 'cause like it's kinda like remember in season two when Will's the mind flare fully but he's still tapping mm-hmm. the SOS stuff. Yeah. So well, like is the su- is it reversed? Is it Billy saying I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but the Mind Flayer's physically reaching for him.
2: Could be that. I don't know. Either way, I still don't like Billy.
1: (laughs) Um, Hopper recalls seeing the Russian uh, man that attacked him, Grigori, previously meeting with Mayor Klein. Hopper and Joyce force Klein to reveal that Grigori works for the owners of Starcourt Mall, who have brought up additional abandoned properties around Hawkins. Klein then alerts Grigori as Hopper and Joyce search for those locations. Um, and we hadn't talked about Mayor Klein. Mayor Klein, he's a tool. Carrie Elway's, yeah, The Prince's Bride, Mm -hmm. Saw, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love this actor. Yeah, but he's really playing. He's also in Twister. Mm -hmm. Mayor Klein's a lot like his character in Twister.
2: I was actually going to ask, and I I don't even for a second want to get into a political discussion here. But do you think that there are some like certain things about him that he borrowed from our president? Absolutely. I think so, too. I think so, too. Absolutely. I think that was part of it.
1: Uh, (laughs) We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, So then, we at Starcourt, Dustin, Steve, and Robin enlist Erica. Erica's the worst. Ten-year-old Lucas's sister enlist Erica to break into the storeroom, finding too late that it is an elevator that takes them down below the mall.
2: You can't spell America without, without Erica.
1: Erica. I think she's a great addition. Oh, I can't stand her. She's she's she sassy.
2: She annoys me so much. Well, I don't like sassy kids like that. Yeah. I shouldn't say that as a teacher. You <laughs> teach those kids. I love them, but I just don't always like yeah. them when they're sassy. Don't exactly. be Hey, don't be sassy, okay? Don't be sassy.
1: I loved her because I saw a lot of peyton at that age oh no sassy and just not his sister any flack whatsoever from any older boy she just i don't care who you are
2: she was like unnecessarily sassy though
1: i don't know i and she's
2: so smart well
1: she's very smart and i think that comes with having an older brother who wants nothing to do with you like you learned pretty pretty quick into season two that he wants nothing to do with his little sister. And she calls him nerd, nerd all the time. Billy then regroups with Heather at the mall, where dozens of other Hawkins citizens have been possessed. So he's building army. The mill, his you army. mean? The, the mall. The mill, yeah. yes. Where and uh, we see that his army's been built. And Billy is consoled by the possessed Heather. And he goes, she could have killed me.
2: But not us. But not
1: us. Yeah. So... And it was just this that that episode, man. Like I, I'll say it a thousand times. It could have been a You know, you had the fight between Eleven and Billy. You had the elevator going down. Mm-hmm. You had Erica getting enlisted. You've got, I mean, All, the run after the fight. Billy runs away yeah. screaming. Every
2: every story in the in the story like yeah. all the different characters yeah. they were at a moment where there was tension or unrest right. or th- something was unresolved it was a really great way to to call it like the this is the middle of the season you know yeah absolutely
1: and and i think that that and it begs the, i don't want to get too much of a tangent but it begs the belief that is it then ruined by then going to the next episode immediately
2: well you don't have to go to the you next don't. episode you don't you could
1: treat like i listen to this podcast uh the upside down or something like that it's a stranger things podcast the dad who it's a dad and daughter combo who run the podcast and the dad watches it weekly as tv usually is watched mm-hmm. and so he's like you know i'm i'm like freaking out and I'm on pins and needles but my daughter binged it he doesn't believe in binging he watches it the way that we you maybe
2: know. you should do
1: that i think i will with season 4 I think I will, just to kind of...
2: You better stay off Facebook, boy, because those memes are brutal.
1: (laughs) Those memes are brutal. Um, So that was uh, the Test, Chapter 4. Like we said, you easily could stop there, give it a couple weeks, and come back because it was mid-season finale. Or you could
2: just move right on to it and find out what happens. Like
1: we are. Yeah. Chapter 5, The Flayed. Hopper and Joyce discover one of the abandoned properties has a hidden laboratory. They get into a fight with Grigory and escape with Dr. Alexei, a Russian man who helped build the gate to the upside down. Alexi only speaks Russian so Hopper decides to go to one of my favorite minor characters again, Murray, Murray who can help translate. I love Murray.
2: I love Murray in season three.
1: You didn't like him in two,
2: no. Not as much, but he was a lot of fun in this season.
1: I loved him in season two because it, you see real quick that it's like he doesn't he sees past bullcrap mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh,
2: well, he seems like this crazy conspiracy guy, but it turns out he's, he's right,
1: right about most of the Russian he the Russian presence. He's right that to be afraid of them, he's right to hide. He's right. He's right to. I guess you know that they're probing Hawkins. Yeah. He was right the entire time. Um, So, Grigori tries to follow and loses the trail. Dustin, Steve, Robin, and Erica hide from Russian men unloading the boxes from the elevator and follow them out after they leave, discovering a massive Russian base under Starcourt Mall.
2: And they find those big containers with the green goo in it.
1: Yes. And they
2: don't really tell you what the green goo is.
1: It powers the machine. I'm guessing, but yeah. I don't know what the green goo is. It's like, they didn't tell you what the substance is, they mm-hmm. just tell you that it's a canister. Yeah. You, you, they don't tell you. You see them using it as a refill, um, I think a little later on. But yeah, they don't really explain the green goo. Um, Nancy and Jonathan meet with Will and the others and confirm their experiences... From the previous night, they decide to let Miss Driscoll lead them to where Billy is. While the other children wait downstairs, Nancy and Jonathan find Miss Driscoll gone and an enraged Tom and Bruce waiting for them. Nancy and Jonathan fight the two, and and upon killing them, their bodies dissolve into organic masses, which join together to form a beast.
2: Yeah, those scenes were gross, man, when the the people blew up and turned into the the Mind Mind Flayer Flayer goo? Like the
1: physicality. The physical entity of the Mind Flayer. Almost like he built himself for the real world. I Um, haven't
2: seen anything that gross since I saw a moist (laughs) band-aid.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Dang it, man. Why? This is gonna be a thing. (laughs) Um... Also, Jake Busey's performance in those scenes, like, walking down the hallway in the hospital like, Nancy. Terrifying. Just being a creep. Yeah, he's just, he's a good creep. Mm-hmm. Move on to chapter six, E pluribus Unim. And I loved this title, because, I don't know if you know this, but I played the Scarecrow in Wizard of Oz.
2: Oh, I had heard that, actually.
1: And... It's a line on Wizard of Oz when the, Oz is giving the Scarecrow his degree. He says, in honor of blah, 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 e pluribus unum. So when I saw the title, I was like, hey, cool. Oh, you may not
2: know this, but I was the cowardly lion in that same show. You?
1: Oh, you were?
2: Yeah, but I didn't have a line about e pluribus unum. So. No, you
1: didn't. Um... As the Mind Flayer attacks, Nancy and Jonathan in the hospital, Will senses its presence, and Eleven arrives in time to overpower it. It slinks off into the sewers. That was pretty epic.
2: I have a note here, and I'm trying to figure out what it means. What's it say? This is the second biggest argument over a strawberry Slurpee that I've ever seen.
1: Oh that's uh and I
2: think I'm just kidding, it's the only argument I've ever seen yeah. over a Slurpee. But what was that what is that about?
1: That's back at Murray's. Alexei oh, uh that's right. says I'll tell you everything you need to know. Right. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, Slurpee. my mistake. I'm getting ahead. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, um that, that fight, like she's slinging that thing around. Mm-hmm. And it's just really epic. That whole scene was so intense. That whole intense. scene, like, it smacks Nancy <laughs> up against a wall.
2: Yeah, breaking through the ceiling yes. and then through the doors and everything. Yeah, that was nuts. But Eleven is a champ. And Mike is really protective of Eleven. Because he, yes. like, remember when uh, in the, the sauna test, like, Billy broke out and he grabbed Eleven by the throat and picked her up. And Mike comes over and smashes a, like a pole over his yeah. back. And he was trying to also protect her against the, the Mind Flayer, too. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, He's he being loves a her. good boyfriend.
1: He loves her. Um, which, I've got to say this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say a dirty word. <gasps> I loved the scene. We've, we've already skipped it. I wanted to talk about it then, but I'm going to say a dirty word. She's still, and Millie Bobby Brown does such a great job at the the evolution of Eleven. Because, like, in season one, she barely knows any words. You know, mm-hmm. it's more like papa, friend. Promise. Season two, she knows more, but it's still broken. Even in season three, she knows even more words, but it's still broken. She doesn't know all the words. And so when she breaks up with Mike, she doesn't just say, I'm breaking up with you. She says, I dump your. Oh, my goodness. And I loved that. And it just it goes to, I mean, Millie Bobby Brown's fantastic. Oh Oh, yeah, we talk about that and everything. So, um, where was I? I So okay, we are under the Starcourt Mall. Steve and Robin are captured, drugged, and interrogated.
2: Right, and that turns out later to be really funny,
1: funny stuff, (laughs) because they're drugged with. I guess it's like an 80s version of the truth serum. It's supposed to make them so drunk that they'll talk about anything. And they do. And they do. Like, Steve even's like, oh, you know, my friend Dustin, he lives at blah, blah, blah. This is his last name, you know. But they don't know that. Only Robin's like, Steve, 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 you should. And they're giggling all the whole time.
2: And poor Steve just gets the snot kicked out of him. Like, even the USS Butterscotch isn't enough to get him out of this one.
1: However, he won a fight. Remember, he beat the crap out of that one Russian guard. Go Steve. And I Dustin's still love like, Steve. You did it! You want to fight! Mm-hmm. Then he gets the crap beaten out of him again. Yeah. Um, Hopper and uh, Joyce learn from Alexei of the Russians' efforts to build gate machines to access the upside down including one under star court mall hopper calls dr owens to warn the government and this is the argument you were talking about (laughs) the strawberry slushy because that's right alexi loves strawberry slushies. yeah and he's like i will not help
2: because he got cherry and wanted strawberry or vice versa
1: and we get to see a witty side of hopper in this scene Because he's like, oh, fine, you don't want to talk? Go. And they're like, no, Jim, you can't. He's like, no, go. So he gives him the keys to the car. He unlocks the handcuffs. He opens the door. He lets him go outside, and he shuts the door. And he goes, he is terrified that he'll be killed by the Russians. He needs us more than we need him. He'll come back in a little bit, and he'll tell us everything we need to know. And so you think he's driving off, and you're like, oh, come on, Hopper. Then he stops the car.
2: Hopper's a pro, man. He knows what he's doing. He
1: just stands there looking at him. He's like, strawberry's fine. (laughs) You know, like, it's good, too, because Hopper's right. Mm -hmm. So, um, Grigori corners Klein at the Independence Day Fair, demanding that he step up his efforts to find Hopper's group. And this is, you know, he puts him in that twisty carnival ride i don't do carnival rides Mm-mm. i had an experience as a kid and Mm-mm. i just i do not i've
2: do seen them. i've seen one too many final destination exactly
1: movies. if you can put up a, a ride in less than a day and take it down in less than a day i ain't getting on it um i don't try i don't ride the dollywood rides the first year they're out I give it oh, like oh, that's I, crazy. I give it like time. Dolly
2: has Dolly has the means to make sure everything's done right. It's
1: just it's always been a thing for me.
2: Dolly's not a carny, okay.
1: <laughs> to find the mind flayer, Eleven uses the same method of accessing Billy's memories that she had used with her own mother. After seeing his troubled childhood, she finds the eye of the storm at the steel mill. As she pulls out of his mind, Billy grabs her, and the mind flayer senses her location in Hopper's cabin. Across town, those possessed by the mind flayer converge on the mill and, oh. and like they basically start Ugh. imploding. Oh man! And forming into the mind. This flayer scene monster.
2: was like, it was really something. It was so well done. The special effects look great. It's it looks so disturbing. realistic. It's really gross. It was disturbing. I was like, I have a pretty weak stomach already, so it doesn't take a lot to make me kind of like cringe and yeah. you know. So, but like this, they'd, get,
1: they'd start walking and then shake and poof, explode. Yeah, and just fall and down into fall the goo into and sludge. And, and, and it was, and the only one that didn't do it was Billy. Billy's still like this key element. Yeah. Everyone else died. Yeah, and it's Billy's like the, like the a,
2: mind flayer's left hand. Yeah, exactly. Right hand guy. Right hand guy. Yeah. So Moving I think on. I think we skipped something pretty important. Which Dustin part? killed a guy, didn't he? You have to when? think about it that much, so maybe I'm mistaken. No, no. no what? Uh, so Robin and Steve are tied together, and they're you know joking. And
1: he but He, he came in with that
2: thing and stabbed that dude with a shocking. Yeah, thing. he killed him, didn't he? I don't know. Maybe he's dead. He looked pretty dead to me. I Rick was like,
1: killed a guy. Oh, exactly. <laughs> That's Dustin the no- killed a guy. Dustin
2: just killed a guy. <laughs> he should probably get out of Hawkins for a <laughs> while. <laughs> Technically, everybody should get out of Hawkins. It's a terrible it's place. It's a terrible town.
1: <laughs> and it's almost as terrible as Will's hair. Like, oh, poor I wanna Will. I want to look at Joyce and go, cut the kid's hair.
2: They put a bowl on his head and cut what sticks out at the bottom.
1: I mean, we're getting closer to the 90s. Cut the kid's hair. Oh, man. And I have long hair. Like, I'm a fan of long hair. But the bowl cut, the straight bowl, oh, gosh, it's terrible. Moving on to Chapter 7. The bite. Eleven and the others determine the Mind Flayer is coming for her since she was the only one who previously closed the gate. Will senses the Mind Flayer approaching and it attacks them before they can flee. This is a pretty epic scene because yeah, the I tentacles thought, are... Whoosh.
2: I thought that this happened earlier, so I was talking about something that was... I was referring to this. I had my scenes mixed up. But yeah, the, the, the tentacles are coming in through the ceiling and everything, and Eleven's holding everything off.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, really cool scene. Really intense scene. And I noticed like, it felt like it went on for a long time. I, it probably didn't, but I was so uneasy and I was so worried and well, I mean, yeah, all the tension. A- I was like, oh, my God, I just want this to be over with. Yeah. I just want him to get out of this. Get out of here. Get out of yeah. here.
1: And um, one of them hacks off a piece mm-hmm. of the limb. I think it's Jonathan with the axe.
2: I think so. Hacks you notice these. that these kids are really good at like fortifying places when when monsters are coming? Well, they've learned. They did this Games, like at D Will's and house. D, being a nerd. At uh, the bus in season two. Now this. Yeah, I mean, they, they know they've, what they've lived they're doing. that life. I yeah. mean, that's
1: why you always want a nerd with you in these terrible situations. Because their first thought is, how did I survive this in the video game I just played? Or how did I survive this in D&D? Or what would this character do? You know, like, me and Logan say... You know, I don't know how we'd really act, but me and Logan say, you know, if a zombie apocalypse were to happen, we're two people you'd want to have because we've seen it all, we've played all the games, so we know what we would do. These kids feel the same way. They're like, oh, we got to fortify, we got to mm-hmm. get our weapons, we got to fight back. Um, and uh, she gets bit here. Mm-hmm. The bite. hence the and it's it's like a tentacle mouth it kind of reminded me of the graboids in the old tremors movies yeah uh the tongues that come out yeah. that have or alien yep you know so it bites her and we don't know the full effect of the bite just yet but we just know that she's been injured um later dustin and erica drag a drug steve and robin to the movie theater in star court and you know fun story uh what did they see
2: I, actually, I bet I know what your fun story is. Okay. They saw Back to the Future. Back to the Future was released on July 3rd, 1985, and this scene is taking place July 4th, 1985, so it's very accurate.
1: Very accurate. And you looked that up, didn't you? I surely did. <laughs> you did your, your. well, I mean, you're doing my, your PhD. I,
2: I did my nerd search. Hmm
1: foreshadowing oh. um, you do have your phd so I, i'm not shocked that you knew that but it's just it, it, that goes to show the duffers know the details yes
2: those details are important <laughs> they probably learned how to do that from uh, some other movies they've seen in their lives
1: breakfast club and it and stand by me Shoot. and the goonies and others too i'm sure <laughs> Eleven's group break into a hardware store to help treat her wounds and gather more supplies. Suddenly, Dustin contacts them over walkie-talkie to explain their situation before he loses battery power. (sighs) That reminds me of
2: something. Like, As much as I love the Steve and Dustin duo, because I love both of those characters, Mm -hmm. I really miss Dustin being with the party with the other kids.
1: It really it took him away from the party this season. And I didn't like weird. that as much. It was rough. Um, I think they had to add that whole um, aspect of the parties divided, but they couldn't do it with Will again because, good Lord, we've done it twice. Mm-hmm. So keep Will with the party this season, but who needs to be gone? Someone who's been a staple in the party this entire time. Right. But also in season two, Dustin spent some time away.
2: They had... They had such a positive reaction from the fan base to Dustin and and Steve Steve, in season two that they had to capitalize on And then making it this this group
1: of four, almost like his own party that he's the leader of. Steve, Erica, Robin, and Dustin. And Dustin's kind of that lead. Even though he's the younger one out of Steve and Robin, they listen to him. He's like, this is going on. Yeah, Yeah, they listen to Dustin. And that really, I love that scene between uh, Dustin and Erica. Where she's like telling all these dates, all these numbers. <laughs> you're
2: um, a nerd and, and, too. And
1: he's like, you're a nerd, Erica. And she's like, I am not. And he's like, funny thing, you love My Little Pony. Let's talk about that. Goes through this entire basically saying like, My Little Pony would not exist without things like Dungeons and Dragons. There's dragons in My Little Pony. There's bad guys. There's heroes. There's villains. There's a big story arc. Nerd. Nerd. And she and you know you're good at math. You know all these politics, all and you follow politics at ten years old. You're know, like you're a nerd, and she goes, "Okay, how do you know all about My Little Pony?" He goes, "Because Erica, I'm a nerd, mm-hmm. and you're one too." Yeah. And she just she can't say anything. But bad. I
2: still don't like Erica.
1: <laughs> That's okay. I don't think you're supposed to like every character. Um, Erica
2: and Billy are both. Just unforgivable for me.
1: And Stacy's number one at the top of the list. <laughs> Stacy. How's, like, How's that Coca-Cola there, Stacy? Uh, like, Lucifer, Stacy. Barely under that rug. I don't know.
2: Stacy may be like <laughs> on the... Stacy's the worst. Stacy's on the throne and Lucifer's
1: <laughs> below that. Eleven uses her powers to check on Dustin, so the group takes off for the mall. Steve admits that she he has feelings for Robin, but she comes out oh, to him as a lesbian. I poor was, Steve. Poor Steve, but I thought it was well done.
2: It was. It was very very I, good.
1: I loved the whole. It was a swerve for sure. It was a huge. Swear.
2: They're really setting you up to think that like Robin is all oh, into Steve. Steve's
1: got a good a good girl.
2: And she's like, oh, in high school, I used to watch you. And yeah, they set you this. up.
1: And then I love the delivery of, I watched you not because I liked you, because I wanted to be you. I was in love with a girl. And mm-hmm. I wanted to learn everything from King Steve. I wanted to be you. And this was who I was crazy about. This was who I was in love with in that class. And he just... Another and, sword. I love it. it takes him a second. He's like, but She's a girl.
2: She's like, uh, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> oh. then he's like,
1: oh, and then he immediately becomes a bro. You could do so much better than her. She has, she can't sing. She wants to be a star in Nashville. She can't carry a tune in a bucket. She's like, oh, and they have this bromant mm-hmm. and I was like, way to go, Steve.
2: And way to go, Robin. And
1: way to go, Robin. Way to go Duffers. I mean, it really adds that this was the late eighties. In a small town of Hawkins, Indiana, you think Robin can really come out to anyone else? Times were very different. Times were way different. Um, Hopper's group make their way to the fairgrounds in Hawkins to find the children, where they are spotted by Klein, who alerts the Russians. Alexia is fatally shot by Grigori in front of Murray. I was sad.
2: Yeah, the because silencer. He won
1: the, he won the Woody Woodpecker, and Murray oh. was introducing him to American culture, and kind of like you got like this. Well, there's a bromance bonding, mm-hmm. and like Alexi will get out of this and stay in Hawkins and be a part of the group. And and just... wasn't
2: that wasn't that moment in slow motion too? Yes, and like you, you knew s- you it's... see
1: Gregory walking yeah. towards him, and he's holding the Woody Woodpecker he just won,
2: puts the silencer yes. on the gun,
1: and just. Oh. And they don't even do like the noise You just see Alexi just make the, the move Of like I've just been shot yeah. And Murray's like
0: Alexi Hence the silencer. Yeah
1: and it's just It's so sad Cause you're just like Dadgummit I just started liking this Every guy. time you start to It's
2: like Bob Newby all over again yeah. You start to love a character And they take him away from yeah. you They rip you him away You start to
1: love the geeky Barb They kill her You love the geeky Bob Newby They kill him You love Alexi
2: they kill. Him. I loved all the little uh, throwbacks to Bob, though. Just for the record, yes, like, the little flashbacks the was on there. So and that, that
1: was actually that wasn't a deleted scene from season two. Sean actually, yeah, he actually came, back. came in and did a. I
2: I love the slow build that they have between Joyce and Hopper. Mm-hmm. Now, everything, like even since season one, they've hinted around that you know there's something. They,
1: there's a history,
2: a little something there, and now shared
1: cigarettes in high school. Yeah. Uh, her ex husband doesn't like Hopper for mm-hmm. a reason. Um,
2: it's been a slow, very slow build build. and,
1: and they argue like a married couple.
2: Hopefully, hopefully we'll get to see more, but we'll get to that in a minute.
1: Um, so Murray, Hopper and Joyce evade several Soviet agents and learn the agents are looking for the children at the mall as the mall 11's group arrives in time to stop the Russians from shooting Dustin. Eleven collapses in front of the children, her womb pulsing with a strange growth.
2: Does not does she collapse after the thing with the car? Yeah. She throws she, the like, car throws and destroys car. the Russians.
1: Yeah. Um, that was cool. And that was like just this epic entrance because the car gets thrown and you've got Dustin's group hiding and they just kind of look up and right on the above terrace you see 11 with their hands out Mm -hmm. and the rest of the group it's a very lord of the rings moment kind of like when they're about to charge into helm's deep Mm -hmm. and they're like theoden king stands alone not alone you know is very epic um
2: do you want to continue doing uh, lord of the rings impressions
1: no okay not yet (laughs) we'll get there Great. I can't wait. <laughs> so then we move on to the season finale, The Battle of Starcourt, chapter 8. Eleven uses her powers to rid herself of the growth as Hopper's group, er- I hate that word. Too. It's not as bad as the M word. Uh but growth, you just think of like a tumor or something.
2: I said I said earlier like I have a weak stomach. This whole thing with Eleven in her leg, that was really rough the for me, slice man. It,
1: Jonathan slices it open <gasps> and then starts to dig into her leg to grab this thing.
2: This is like, okay, so as a teacher, every, every school year we have to go through EpiPen training.
1: Oh, that sounds fantastic. It's
2: the worst thing ever because... It's it's not that I have an issue with needles necessarily. It's the way that they like describe what you do, because like they bring in the EpiPen and they say, okay, you take it and you just slam it down into their leg, and like mm. every time they, they do that, it's like, I'm not needle. gonna stab a kid with an EpiPen. I mean, you I guess if, if it saves their life, yeah, that's true.
1: If you get a kid, who, if it's like my girl and you've got a kid allergic to bees, you're gonna want to save their life.
2: I don't know. I'd have a really hard time. Like, I may be calling the, I may be calling my next door neighbor. Come over here and
1: get this. I kid. need you to stab. This I'm serious, kid with a man.
2: Pen. Like, I'm being funny and everything, but like, I really think I would legitimately like hit the floor and pass out because every time we go through that training, I'm like looking away and I'm like cringing and everything, <laughs> and everybody always teases me about it. It's a serious problem.
1: Well, I mean, i They're you're not the only one. There, I know. So, anyway, like, that thing with Eleven oh, yeah. was, like,
2: I really struggled on
1: that. And, like, he's not been, he's not, he's, like, just digging in her leg. Stop! <laughs> Revenge. Thank you. Okay. And mm-hmm. so, she then uses her powers to get rid of it, and it's, like, a little creature, basically. The bite injected a little creature. And we learn that her powers are gone after that. Mm-hmm. She can't even move the car. Nothing. She can't do anything. Zip. Uh, so we don't know if it's like a... Maybe it's a mind block because it's the first time she's ever been injured. I think that's what it is.
2: Well, I think... This is
1: the weakest we've seen Eleven.
2: Maybe the she got infected with
1: something. Maybe Possibly. there's
2: something like living inside her that's dampening her powers.
1: Could be. I don't know. Could be. Um, so she rids of herself of it as Hopper arrives. Plans are made to take Eleven to safety while Hopper, Joyce, and Murray will shut off the machine with Dustin and Erica navigating them through the radio tower. And then we get one of my favorite scenes. Dustin enlists Susie's help for a a code. The Plank's Constant. We get to meet Susie. We find out she's real. She exists. I knew it. She does exist. And there is a fantastic scene, especially if you're a fan of the movie Neverending Story, I remember watching The NeverEnding Story when I was a kid, and the theme was epic. And you get this entire scene, which we we know Dustin can sing. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Three of them are from Broadway. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dustin, Max, and Lucas, they all come from Broadway. And we get to see Dustin have this over-the-airwaves duet with his girlfriend, Susie, and she can sing as well. Mm -hmm. And they're doing the theme to The NeverEnding Story. And everyone's Meanwhile, hearing it the mine over the the Mind Flayer's chasing
2: them down the road and like yes, all this crazy stuff but is But everyone's
1: on the same frequency hearing this duet. Yeah. And it's just like, okay. That and even Hopper, Hopper's sitting there like, what in God's name is no. going on here? We are trying to save the world. And then, of course, she tells him Planck's constant. Uh Billy and the Mind Flayer trap Eleven at the mall. Billy seizes Eleven for the Mind Flayer while the others distract it with fireworks. Eleven is able to awaken Billy's mind from his memories and Billy sacrifices himself to protect Eleven. And
2: I still don't like him.
1: He dies. My
2: note says, goodbye Billy. I do not care that you are dead. <laughs> Notice the, like when there's a character that I hate that dies, I always say, I do not care that you are dead. That's you my know, note every time.
1: Like you don't care about the emancipation, the the redemption, the I mean, he had a really redeeming moment there. He saved Eleven and his sister cuz he oh, realized Oh, but he
2: was such a tool. I
1: know. Let's give the it's I think it's great that they gave him the redemption instead he of was just a like a capital D douchebag. He was He was He did it well. He did. In uh, the sad moment where he just looks at Max and says, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then dies. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Gosh. Um, moving on after the hate. Um, Hopper fights with Grigori in the gate room as Joyce prepares to trigger the shutdown. Hopper throws Grigori into the machine, causing it to go haywire, and it blocks his exit. Hopper nods to Joyce to trigger the shutdown, seemingly disintegrating everyone in the gate room. Allegedly. And stopping the mind flare. So we allegedly see the death of Jim Hopper.
2: We uh, say goodbye to him for now. Possibly forever? Pop, we don't know. But I don't think so. I think that.
1: I think. That would be. Everything
2: is so unresolved with Hopper, man. Like, Joyce and Hopper didn't happen. Which, I guess you could say that's what makes it so heartbreaking and what makes it so sad. But we didn't actually even see anything happen to him either. So there's what a I lot of things for from me. from
1: being a, su- a fan of the show Supernatural, what I have learned is that if you don't see it happen, it didn't.
2: You learned that in The Walking Dead as well. Remember, yeah. like, Glenn... Yeah, like uh, the, there was a thing with Morales. the dumpsters. He hid under the dumpsters yeah. and everybody thought, okay, that's and it. We
1: we thought Morales was dead the whole time until he showed up with Negan. Yeah. And that was what, nine seasons almost mm-hmm. different. Uh, if you don't see it happen Uh,
2: Daryl's brother Merle. Yeah. Like Merle if you if you first. don't see it eh, may not be true. Exactly. And I think with a character like Hopper, if course, he's going in out. Of course, even
1: Supernatural, even if you do see it, they bring him back.
2: Yes. So. With a character like Hopper, he's so important that if something's happening to him, we would probably
1: see it. Yeah, they'd have to show it. So I think he'll come back. Kind of like the death of Billy, the death of Bob, the death of Barb. Exactly. You have to see you it. You
2: see it happen. You know for There's sure no coming it's back. done. So we didn't get that. So no, I think he'll be back. We didn't.
1: Uh, I won't done, accept that he's dead. Anyway. No, no. As Doctor Owens arrives with military forces, just in the nick of time, as always, good old government showing up. <laughs> about minutes th- later,
2: about ten minutes too late. There,
1: <laughs> and it was cool to see Doctor Owens again. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's just for that little min- few minutes. Eleven uh, sees from Joyce's expression that Hopper is gone. Three months later, Joyce's family and a powerless eleven. Prepare to move out of Hawkins. Joyce gives Hopper's written speech to Eleven, and that is just the saddest scene. My, my mom no balls her eyes so out, because, you know, that's yeah. oh a parent. Yeah, As a parent, you're like, oh, yeah. oh my god. Oh yeah. However, for the first time in Stranger Things history, there's a post-credit scene. Mm-hmm. They took a page out of Marvel, and there's a post-credit scene. And it's really cool. In Kamchatka, probably saying it wrong, Russia. Kamchatka, Russia. I'll take it. Guards are instructed to feed a prisoner, but not the American, to a captive albino demigorgon. So,
2: if you're. Not the American. If you're like me, you're hoping that that's Hopper.
1: I think he jumped in the gate. But, because Hopper's always thinking, you know, like, what would he do? Well,
2: it's because he's like he, I said uh, on one of the previous episodes. Like, he reminds me of Harris, Harrison Ford's characters, like Indiana Jones or Han Solo. Yeah, he's quick. He's, he's you know, always like
1: rugged. How do I get out of this. And, yeah. So I think he made it. Um, I think he turned around and was like, "Well, the gate's But still you open. brought
2: up an interesting idea. Like, what if the American that they're keeping is Brenner?
1: Yeah. Because we still haven't seen him. Uh, and we were told in season two by Ray that Brenner's still alive. He's out there. That he's still out there.
2: And I think that you know it's it's not beyond the Duffer Brothers to try to swerve us
1: them to swerve us. But I really think you would see Jim die. Oh yeah, for if sure. If it was time for Hopper to die. But
2: there could be. It. What I'm saying though is
1: like there could be other ways
2: around the death thing. Like
1: he could just be in the upside down. Yeah,
2: could be. Stuck. And the person in the in the cell, like they want you to think it's Hopper. But I could totally see them saying, "Oh no, it's Brenner or it's somebody We're trying else." Trying to get the information. It'd be great to have a little surprise like that. And, but, but then another surprise. But still bring Hopper back.
1: Yes. So like it could be Brenner, and that's a swerve. But then, oh wait, by like episode three or four, you know that mid-season finale feel. You see Hopper in the Upside Down, navigating his way through Upside Down Hawkins, escaping, you know, fighting off Demogorgons and. Like, what if he comes back in mid season four? Like, what if they don't do it until, like, episode four, three or four? And he's like this rugged, like, Jumanji. Like, he's been trapped in the upside down and he's bearded and long hair. That'd be cool.
2: Because you
1: know what they do every season a flash forward. Yeah. It's always a. Well, they have to do that. Because these kids are aging quick. Oh, yeah. And I think that we've discussed this before. Maybe we haven't. There is talks that season five will be the last, and I, I think it's good. You don't want it to overstay its welcome. And what makes this show great is that it's kids outwitting, mm-hmm. whether it's a crooked government, the Russians, it's kids outwitting. And it
2: works because the cast is so perfect. Yeah. All these kids are so talented and charming, and, and you just mm-hmm. you fall in you love, love with believe their them. characters. And you believe everything they say and do. Yeah. Um,
1: like eat, like the scene where they're trying to have Eleven use her powers, and Mike's like, please don't, please don't. She's weak, she's tired. And she's like, I'm in, I am love her, and I can't lose her again. And they're all like, oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. That whole scene's great. I I do feel like in most of this sh- show, Mike yells a lot. He's, he's angry.
2: Well, he's a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> he's a
1: jerk to Hopper at the beginning. He is, too. I had a problem uh... with Mike there.
2: Yeah. You're um, right.
1: So, any final thoughts? I
2: think it's a great season. Uh can't wait for season four. Have they confirmed when that's going to happen? Um, like,
1: they're going to start filming in October. Okay. So, um, and then it'll probably be the next.
2: So maybe next Halloween we'll get season four. Yes. They're not going to take as long of a break. Like no, they, they won't. Did They've already said
1: that they're going to start filming in October. Uh, we just don't know what season they start with because, like you know. Season one and two took place in fall and Christmas. Mm -hmm. This took place in summer. Summer. So
2: I didn't. I didn't tell you this. Winter would be cool. I didn't talk about it. But when I left Logan's house last week, he his house is like seven miles away from where they uh, where they filmed Hawkins Middle and High School. Oh my gosh! I drove by. I went over there and school. Yeah, and I. Drove up past the school, and they still have Hawkins Middle School on the side of the wall. And we'll we'll share that picture out, uh, on our Facebook page, and I'll show you in a minute. But, yeah, I went by and checked it out. That's cool. Yeah, there's a lot of the Stranger Things uh, filming locations pretty close to his house. So I think we should try to go on a little tour next time we're down there.
1: Absolutely, we yeah. will. We'll map it out. Well, I mean, we'll be in Atlanta soon because we're auditioning for Suicide Squad. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah totally. i want to be King Shark. <laughs>
2: And I want to be, uh, I want to be dude in a uh, hazmat suit number three, <laughs> because you three. know something good's gonna happen to that guy.
1: <laughs> you want to be the guy who has to get Killer Croc out of his lair, because um, well, <laughs> that goes well every time. So, uh, you know, final thoughts. I mean, great season, great cliffhanger, characters are great, performances are great, as always. Uh, so excited for season four. Uh, it can't come quick enough. Hopefully less than a year, we'll have season four. And, um yeah, man, uh, what'd you think? Good breakdown? Jeff. you have fun?
2: Lots of fun. Always I enjoy fun. talking Stranger Things.
1: Oh, me too. I mean, you know.
2: And now, well, out of our 13 episodes on this show, three of them... Are Stranger Things. Are Stranger Things, so I guess and you could say so we're fans. It's
1: fitting that season three's breakdown falls on our lucky 13th episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of fun. So you wanted them to stick around. We're very excited for next week.
2: That's right, because next week's episode will release on July 31st, and as a nerd, we both as nerds, we both know that July 31st is Harry Potter's birthday mm. and it's J.K. Rowling's birthday. So in honor of their birthdays, we are going to do episode 14, Nerdy Potter. So, if you have questions about Harry Potter, we're not going to talk about a specific book or movie or anything like that. We're just talking about the entire world of Harry Potter. Potter-verse. Everything. So, if you have questions or anything like that about Harry Potter, send them in, and I'm sure we'll get to them on the episode.
1: Absolutely. Questions, favorite moments, favorite show, movie, favorite book. Um, if If you're like me and you think... The third book was good, but the third movie was did not hold up to the book. You're if not you the think only one. You're not the only one, first of all. <laughs> um, if, if there's something you disagreed with, like like me. Like, where the heck is Peeves? Okay. It's, 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 it's a blasphemy that Peeves is not in the movies because he's prominent in early books. Uh, okay. I loved yeah, Peeves. Yeah. We'll talk about it. <laughs> we will talk about all that. again. This has been a great episode. We're very excited for Harry Potter. And, and since it's Harry Potter, I will have some stories of locations I've visited from Europe that were filming areas for Harry Potter.
2: Can't wait. Very exciting.
1: So, uh, yeah, man. That is episode 13, again, of the Books.
2: And what an episode it's been. And with that, we will see you next time, nerds.